Hey, 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 guys. Episode 21, School of Hard Knocks. Coach Rod. Coach Max, everyone. What's up? Hope everyone's doing well, guys. So last week's podcast was, uh, I would say, was one for the books, man. We had a lot of good information, guys. Uh, and we kind of uh, we, we talked about, like, hidden gems and what that means to us and, like, some pivotal moments in our careers and stuff, you know what I mean? So um, today we're going to kind of freestyle it. We got some pretty good information that we're going to throw out there and stuff like that. And we'll see, we'll just see where the talk kind of take, takes us, you know what I mean? Um, I'm down. I'm down for Kind that. of bounce ideas back and forth throughout the week and stuff like that, guys. And then there's like, oh shit, dude, like random conversations that we have that kind of sprouts into like what we discuss and what we go over and stuff like that. So um, some of it, guys, is going to be... And, and, and it's a lot of what I like now, you know what I mean? Um, and I like to give people kind of, kind of direction when they're just getting into the field. And for those that might have not go, uh, gone through like the traditional route, through, maybe through school and stuff like that. And maybe you didn't uh, get to study like through the NSCA, NASM, ACE and stuff like that. We talk about the development of a, of a coach slash personal trainer, whichever one that you do. You know, I mean, it could be in a group setting, maybe a CrossFit gym. Maybe you're a strength and conditioning coach. Maybe you're just a PT at a private studio. You know what I mean? But I feel like there's like there there's there's do's and there's don'ts, Max. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah. And I know right now in the discussion that we had before we started the podcast, we kind of bounced around some ideas back and forth on things that things that we've seen that we don't like, dude. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of com- commonalities between you and I when it comes to that sure. stuff. You know what I mean? And it's and it's kind of the standard that's set. Uh, within our facility here too, man, and I'm sure there's things that you see, uh, whether it's on social media or whatever it is, that kind of stands out as like, man, that's kind of creepy, dude, <laughs> or like just things that you just shouldn't do, bro, you know what I mean, as a PT, yeah. or even as a coach in a group setting, you know what I mean, so, sure. uh, yeah, so we'll kind of kind of go off on those in a bit. Man. I'm excited so, on that, man. How's everything been with you, bro? It's been pretty good, man, crazy week, it's already Wednesday, it's going by quick, Yeah, man. Um, wads have been good. People are moving well. I was really surprised in the jump rope skills the other day. Yes, bro. People right. are catching on to that really fast. Dude, as basic as that is, man, like, it's 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 super cool to see, bro. And, and uh, like, like like what's cool, dude, is that there's this, gen- there's, like, a generation gap in it, dude. You know what I mean? Uh, we came from a time, and I think those before us, our parents and stuff like that, Jump rope was a huge part of like PE and recess, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. And, and it was the ropes that had the little freaking plastic things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like it, different colors. Yeah, so you could hear the taps dude, when you would jump rope, right? <laughs> and but jump rope was a big thing. Like I, I used to love jumper hard, dude. Like when they had those events at Russell Elementary. Nice. Dude, I used to love going one of those. But my mom, uh my, my mom's born in Matamoros, she raised in Mexico, and uh dog. The double dutch out in the street was a big thing when she grew up. Nice. So she used to make me and my sisters do it in the backyard, bro. Practice with her? With, like, just ropes, dude. You know what I mean? So my dad and her used to set up the ropes, and she used to ha- ha- have us, like, jump jump into it. Wow. Like, step into the ropes, and then all three of us would be going off at the same time. Nice. You know what I mean? So, but, yeah, dude, I, I will say, man, the jump roping, dude, it's, like, it's pleasant to see from afar, dude. You know what I mean? Because you see those that might might have never jumped up in their life. Yeah. And then they're starting to get it, like yeah. kind of the rhythms down and the tempos going and stuff. You know what I mean? So, exactly. what what are your thoughts, man, on jump roping as an exercise? Oh man! Like, what are the benefits? 
So I think jumping is an amazing thing, especially like like that, that pogo style jump that the jump rope kind of allows you to do. Yeah. It's kind of like an agility thing, man. It's it's it's, it's so. a coordination thing. It's it's a timing, right? It's it's stamina. It's a lot of things in one. So it's good, man. I think it's great because it's gonna keep that bounciness in the fascia and the ligaments and the tendons. I like that. Really good for the calves. You get nice big calves if you're jumping rope often. I think that's how you got them, huh? That's how I you got your calves. Well, that in heels <laughs> when I was younger, my mom's heels. And what what I like about it too is. Um, there's different variations of the jump rope, man. You got your singles, you got your your double unders now, which shows me that you got a little bit more coordination, right? Um, people are doing triple unders now, man, which is insane. It's crazy. Um, but you know, you can cross the rope, you can go Rocky style, you can skip it, you can jump on one leg, jump on the other. Like, there's just so many cool things you can do with the rope, man. And I would, I like that we're implementing it more um, into the classes because it's developing coordination. Like, even though it's just jumping yeah. in one spot, like, brain things are happening, man. And that is a huge, huge piece to yeah. um, just creating all-around fitness is, like, that neurological component. Absolutely, Jump rope man. gives you just that. Badass points, man. <laughs> so if you haven't jump rope, guys, or, Get on it. or if you're fearful of it, because maybe you just haven't done it in the past... Get on it, man. It's a great tool, but just like you said, it's very rhythmic, dude. You know what I mean? Yes. I love the... Like, you could go... So you don't have to go fast, too. You know what I mean? You yeah. could even do some double hops in between and go through it. Uh, and then you start going some fast singles and stuff like that. You could do the switch feet stuff like freaking yeah. Marlon does here. He does. Uh, he's like the jump rope king here, dude. He's, know, uh, he has like a boxing background. So... And then... Uh, yeah, man. It's just like... Like when I see jump roping, do whether it's single unders, whichever method you decide to use, guys, it creates a little bounce within the system itself. And it, and I think if you're going to be doing any type of explosive stuff or power development stuff, whether you're grandma and grandpa or whether you're high school collegiate athlete, dude, you know what I mean? Uh, I've seen the use of ropes more in warm ups, dude, just because you start getting that central nervous system going, you get kind of that that kind of that rhythm and balance and. Uh, intact but one of the main things I love about it too dude is that you start develop, developing that Achilles tendon as well too so for someone that hasn't jumped in a long time you get that elastic piece to it as mm-hmm. well too you know you get that stored energy kind of going in it again dude and the, the Achilles for me bro that's like 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 I know in history it's like oh, like his Achilles it's like the weakness point of a hu- human being or whatever it is but I truly feel like it is, man, because everything starts from the floor up first, bro. Our feet yeah. are on the ground. They touch the ground. All day. So if your Achilles is gone, dude, or if it's ruptured or something like that, or if it's not strong or if it's not pliable enough, um, shit could go wrong because everything starts at the foot, dude. You know what I mean? So it's yep. just nuts, man. It's, it's uh, I think jump roping, dude, is probably one of my favorite things to do, bro. It's good, That's man. awesome, man. So I think we're going to see them in... In the workouts a little more, huh? Maybe some triple on these. No, what I like about it too is like the way that everyone coaches the jump rope differently. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like to. I'm learning a lot of stuff. You know, watching like you coach it, Anna coach it. You know, Leah, everybody. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Cool little cues that I was like, oh cool. Yeah. And then just to get like Anna gets really into it, so it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so just jumping and tapping and everything. So um, I I cool. think I heard uh, and this one was new, dude. It's something about a penguin, dude. Penguin slaps yeah, or something. Dude, heard, heard that I've heard the little jumps with the taps to the side and stuff like that, so you can kind of get the rhythm down. But 
the analogy of using a penguin, dude, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like they do kind of walk around like that. Like they waddle around, yes. they hop in, they do the yeah, little jumps. So <laughs> they're flippers or whatever. They oh, have man. arms. You know what? That is a great segue into um, kind of like the next topic where um, it kind of goes on into like coaching groups and coaching individuals mm-hmm. and like queuing and stuff like yeah. that. And um, I kind of, have you heard this before? Like if you can, if, if you can, Coach like you're coaching like a five-year-old or a 10-year-old. Have you ever heard that yeah, before? I do. Yeah, I've heard right? that before, yeah. Using the terminology of, hey, penguin, oh my God, it, it just fucking clicked. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Strong, yeah. Instead of saying like, jump and double tap slap or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You just said penguin and all of a sudden, oh, boom. Oh shit, damn. Right? Double. So, so it, it kind of goes into like, that man it's like sometimes we can make coaching i catch myself too using some terms sometimes i get a little excited yeah. okay i'm not gonna lie say some fucking shit but sometimes we just need to keep it super simple right coach yeah dude i agree man that kind of goes back to the acronym that i heard a couple years back it's called kiss keep it stupid simple uh, and not saying that the client or the or the group is stupid and stuff like that but keep your cues simple and basic you know i mean and at times like hey man like there's no need to get extra advanced even though although it's cool to geek out sometimes you and as much as we want want to and we just want to express ourselves because we because that's how we understand things you yeah. know what i mean but uh, um, but like i love to keep it very simple and at times you i i think old rod and i know you you kind of mentioned this before too i would catch myself like using these very like big terms and stuff like that and I was like alright dude you know what I mean like they don't know maybe 50% of what you just said so those are <laughs> lost cues that yes. that aren't at use you know what I mean so yes. um, uh, another one that I like that that we've kind of simplified that's really that I didn't really think about was just jump <laughs> jump that's jump. it that's it dude like jump oh mm. my god so simple instead of like hip hinge Push the bar on the thighs, right over the knees. Just jump. Just jump, that's it. And then all you do is you literally just do the movement automatically. It's so cool. So the coolest thing is like, now that I've been coaching for a couple years now, like I've I've gone from like this real complicated style of thinking to like the super basic now. Mm -hmm. And the super basic, I think I've been more successful with. I agree, man. Right? Like as, as far as like, the client getting it because it's all about keeping them safe yeah. right teaching them something new right and then making sure that they have fun yeah right so if we're cueing them and giving them these complicated ass cues and they're not getting it because they can't understand what we're saying then the, are they having fun Why no not, are they learning something man. fuck no no yeah so it's like hey man we gotta keep it super simple especially for our clients because imagine like if I went imagine like if you went into a completely different field, bro. Like if I went into, let's just say, the culinary arts. Like I went to a chef and he started talking chef talk to me. I'd be like, what? holy shit. <laughs> I'd be like, this one? <laughs> you know what I mean? And he'd be like, no, this one, right? So put yourself in that. I think that that, that that's what helped me change my perspective a lot. Is yeah, that man. putting myself in the client's shoes. You have Where to, are they coming bro. from? You have to, man. You know what I mean? It's like. And how do you know where they're coming from? We gotta learn a little bit about them. Yeah, well, right. It's so a relationship building time. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what are some maybe like um, simple cues that you would use for maybe uh, like a box jump? 
yeah, like box show suit. So, like, seeing about like this suit. So, and and I like that you brought up the one about jump, dude. You know, what I mean, I think jump, like a lot of people talk about hip extension, triple extension, quadruple extension now, oh, right? wow. stuff like that, right? Like, <laughs> and and those cues are great, bro. They are. You know, what I mean, but at times you have to learn how to just say, just jump. You know, what I mean. Let's say you have an athlete, dude, and, and this goes with box jumps too, bro, as it relates to uh, maybe KB swings, as it relates to hang cleans and power cleans and power snatches and stuff like that, right? Box jumps, exact same thing, right? Uh, we're still extending through the joints of the lower body, dude, you know? So, um, I like the jumping one a lot, dude, and simply because, and I find myself doing kinesthetic cues in the class sometimes, like, so, all right, guys, look, uh, if you if if you find yourself not being able to accelerate that bar or being able to jump this high, just think just think about it. When you squat down, you're gonna jump up for a rebound. How does it look? And I'll demonstrate like one where I kind of do like a quarter squat and I jump, but I don't open up my hips and it looks a little weird. Dude. <laughs> and then I'll demonstrate like me going for like a rebound and they see that I extend tall and then I open up and stuff like oh, that. Oh, rebound I mean? jump. Yeah, dude. you know what I mean. So I'll use like the basketball thing. But the kinesthetic of myself actually doing it for them, that way they get the visual cue, dude, you yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah, great, yeah. you know? So when it comes to box jumpsuit, I just say, hey, just pretend you're going to go for like a rebound, you know what I mean? You don't descend into that squat all the way all down the way and down. then you come out. It's kind of short and sweet. Mm -hmm. It's kind of snappy. Build, build that energy quick. Reverse it as you go through. And one cue that I love a lot, I think about this, is like seeing the slingshot. Like, pull that slingshot back, let it snap through as nice. you go, you know what I mean? So you store that energy as you go down, and then you jump, you oh, know what I mean? Nice. And then there's one that I like, too, dude. Like, one of the things, like, I think box jumps are, it's an excellent tool, bro, to develop power, learn landing mechanics as well, too. Mm -hmm. But one of the main things you see is you hear this hard, like, slap on the box when people land, right? So I like to tell them, hey, when you land on the box, ninja quiet. Ninja quiet. Ninja quiet. Yeah, I've heard you say that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. speed, like, you're not... When they just trying to walk around, bro, they ain't trying to be heard, dude. They're ninjas, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, like those are those like, are good. like especially with the box jump, dude. You know what I mean? Just tell them like jump. And most pe pe people, dude, not everyone, you know what I mean. Uh, but I think most, if you use the cue, at least with me, I've seen a lot of success. Like, hey, if you jump off like a rebound, you don't squat all the way down and then not open up. Like you, you go quick and fast. You got to jump up high, extend tall as you go through. You know what I mean? And I like that cue for box jumps, dude. Uh, Jump up. Yeah, man. But I also like it for like certain exercises that require that hip extension and stuff that we talk about. You know, what I mean that famous beautiful triple extension yeah, yeah, that we're yeah. after. And know? that's a good one, man. Rebound. And going back onto like how you th like a little slingshot thing. Yeah. Um, I kind of use the analogy of a spring. Oof. Right. Like yeah. like think of a spring, right? When you're gonna store energy, like you have to crush the spring, and then if you want to let energy loose, boom, you let the spring go. Let it go. Right? So I kind of have the the spring analogy that I use sometimes and keeps it kind of simple you know yeah. so basically what we're trying to do is just make them think less yeah. and have the movement more natural exactly. so like another one is like a squat like when I see their chest caving in I'll just say arms up yeah. so I'll literally make them bring their arms up and what does that do it just fixes their chest without me ever telling them hey chest up chest up exactly the famous one chest up chest up yeah and it's like well what does chest up actually mean like does that mean popping out your chest to where you're overextending your back exactly and like throwing your neck forward yep. no right but arms up automatically just lifts the thoracic 
uh, in the rib cage right up so that oh there you go you're, you're where you want them right Straight so you are, yeah. yeah just little things like that now cues are going to change obviously like when you go from a, a massive group setting to like a one-on-one absolutely bro right like you can get more specific and get more detailed here's where you can actually explain some things right maybe get some one-on-one connection so like in a group setting we'll use maybe like uh, like let's say we're gonna break down the power clean uh, yeah. from the hang position. So it's like stand tall, above the knee, or like example. So you can get a visual. Like we're already standing with the barbell in hand, so we're already standing tall, right? So then we say above the knee, client goes back, and then we say stand, right? So we're teaching kind of like that bringing the hip to the bar in a group as a whole, like forty people, yeah. right? Moving as one. So the the, the cues have to be short. It to be sweet, and they literally have to be super simple. Exactly. So, like, if you're in a class of 20, 25, 40, and you're like, all right, guys, let's grab the bar, let's go ahead and, you know, bend the knees, let's go back into a hip hinge, make sure you shove those knees out as far as you can, make sure you keep those feet on the floor, toes on the floot, like, you're already Last giving games. Yeah, yeah, too much, too much. Like, I'm already lost, right? Got you. So, it's, it's in a group setting, quick, short, sweet. But on a one-on-one, then maybe we can go over all that. Exactly, right? bro. Like, this is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to feel. This is what you're going to do, right? And you break it down into some skills, man. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, but I love that, dude. And I think, just like I said, man, when, like, in the group setting, dude, um, let's just say, bro, I mean, you have a good veteran group in the class. But even if there's one person that's new, dude, you know what I mean? It does change the dynamic of what you need to do at times, you know what I mean? It depends, you know what I mean? So, and that's where I think the like time in the trenches really comes into play you know because you, you get to learn there's questions that you get asked before the workout even starts if you know someone's new in the class ask them hey have you ever done a hang power clean before yeah i have okay cool then you kind of know like all right let's go and look at things and stuff like that but if, they, if they've done that before assume that they might maybe know how to do it not perfect there's things that you have to coach but it gives you a better example of what you might might see exactly. if someone's never done a hang clean if they look at you like fuck is that <laughs> well, you okay <laughs> now you know what you're gonna have to do in class and stuff you yeah. know what i mean so um yeah man and i think the yeah do like the like the cues bro are like in the class setting just depends on the class too there's a lot of variables that come into play of course you know but uh compared to like doing a one-on-one absolutely it's gonna change you know um i think if you have a, a big veteran group in the class and everyone like you know this is where the this is where the coach or the trainer relationship really comes to play. You really need to know your athletes, man, your members and stuff, you know? So that's where, like, I already know, dude, like, if I get a class that's full of veterans and stuff like that, I'll skip certain steps that I might not skip if I know there's one or two that are new in the class. Or, yeah. or if I know I have a group that's a little bit newer than the movement itself, you know? So, uh, so it kind of adapt. like, you have to learn how to adapt those cues as you kind of progress into your field and know who you're working time, with. you know what I mean so yeah. like some of the things dude, that um, like I'm a big I'm a, I'm a big big fan of like like we we have to know how to justify uh, and more for ourselves too you know because we get asked why are we doing this like you don't want to look at them and be like oh shit I saw it on YouTube yeah because <laughs> it's just a thing that we're doing every day you know what I mean no yeah. like I mean you need to be able to justify why you're doing what you're doing dude you know what I mean mm-hmm. Um, and one of the main things that I like about PT, and this is where, where I feel like every large group coach, 
I think needs to dwindle into private, single person training. And I feel like every person trainer also needs to do group. And I feel like that makes the well-rounded coach at that point. You know what I mean? Not just one or the other. You know, I think we need to do both at some point, dude, because there's a lot of learning that goes on both sides. One of the things with PT is that, just like you mentioned right now, too, is that you get a little bit more in-depth about why we're doing what we're doing and then those cues as well, too. You know what I mean? So instead of, like, just giving them very big basic things let them know what you want them to feel what muscle groups we're going to work how it should look and um which like i said like if we're doing an rdl it's not just all right you're going to hinge at the hip with a slight break in the knee joint let that barbell slide down the leg to mid chin and then we stand up okay well people could go through the motions and stuff like that but what do you want them to feel as they're doing the exercise and if that mental side is there if they're making that mind muscle connection I feel like they'll feel those things a lot more due to It's different, you know? man. It's yeah. different going through the motions and then different just having the intent in moving. Because I can get super tired with the PVC pipe when I put intent in my movement. Big time, dude. And then I cannot when I'm not into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, can, I can go through those phases and it has a lot to do with, with what you were saying. Just like um, giving the right cues but then also explaining to the client like, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to feel, right? Um, I like that, man, because... You can also get into like, like a deeper why. Mm -hmm. Like, this is why we're gonna do this movement. This is how it transfers over to life. This is how you can utilize it in your life, right? Hey, we're gonna do this conditioning workout because cardiorespiratory endurance is prime, yeah. <laughs> and you need that, right? So we're gonna go ahead and do these intervals. Why are we doing intervals? Because we want to take you through, you know, anaerobic and anaerobic thresholds, we're going to, you know, spike this, this, and that, right? So, it's kind of pretty cool, like, because you're teaching them. Yeah, man. I think it, like, me, like, what I've kind of gotten into as, as, like, I kind of take on some clients here and there, like, I'm trying to also give them an experience. Like, Absolutely. not just, like, go through the motions. Like, I'm trying to teach them something every time that they come in. Um, sometimes I'm cueing every right. single movement, and sometimes I'm just saying... Good job, because yeah, that's the right cue. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you got to know, you know, and I'm sure that there's some pretty cool coaches that that have come out of just, like, liking to work out and, like, had a passion for it. Like, you know, like, when you like, that CrossFit athlete that becomes a coach? Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, that, that means they got inspired. That means that they have kind of something in them. They like to help people. They like to, they want to contribute. Yeah, that's right. Well. But then there's also kind of maybe the person that kind of gets into it, you know, um, maybe doesn't put as much effort into growing yeah. and is the same coach they were last year. Absolutely, man. If you're the same coach you were last year, in my opinion, because I would be, I would be embarrassed. Absolutely, man. If I, I, if I was the same coach I was last year, two years ago, I would be embarrassed of myself, bro. Because... Like, I'm not growing, bro. Yeah. And then if I'm not growing, then how am I helping them grow? That means I've kept them at the same level for two years, exactly, too. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but that's just my view, my viewpoint. I'm not trying to get into anything crazy. But, like, think about it, team. Like, we got to better ourselves as coaches because we can't be stagnant. Our, our field is, like, the fastest growing field. There's Jeez, always bro. a new fucking trend. Like, there's going to be another trend in, like, two months. Just Absolutely, watch it, man. Yeah. Something's going to come up. For some sure, weight yeah. loss, some joint program, something. And it's just like, well, what, what do we do? What do you do, bro? <laughs> What's what do right? you do, dude? What do you do? Yeah. Right? You got to... And I think that's where 
sometimes you got to take it into your own hands and, and delve into the research yourself and, and see what what fits you like like customize yourself yeah I like that man you it's true I mean? bro find those hidden gems along the way bro yeah dude yeah no, yes. what you and it's and it's a super interesting man and I always think bro like sometimes when I get into deep thought about what we're like what we do here dude you know what I mean and earlier in the week when we were kind of discussing like the topic of the podcast and stuff like that um, I want you to mention real quick the three main points about what Hobart said dude oh yeah um, so just bring those up real quick because I know you touched base on them already just a bit but let's let's go back and touch base on those three real quick and I want to talk about those real quick dude cool so James Hobart is a level four CrossFit coach He's been to the CrossFit Games. He was on the on the team with Rich Froning as well, and they won. Man, he's he's, he's an all around dude. Yeah. Um, and he is at a level where he can teach really good movement, but he goes beyond um, and tries to keep the classes fun and engaging and, and retention and, and having people just want to come back all the time because yeah. they have fun, right? So he says goes over like three things. The first one is safety, right? Number one, like always keep your clients safe. So if you see uh. You know, someone over there in the back trying to do some crazy-ass overhead squat weight, and they're, like, not having it, go do something. Go do something. That's your job, right there, safety. Um, The other one is um, help them learn something new that day, whether it's a little bit of a more hip extension, whether it's, hey, this little head through the the window to, to achieve full extension in the overhead press, whether it's something with the feet, whether it's something. Help them learn something new that day. And then the last one is just have fun. Have fucking you gotta fun, have them have thing. fun. And those should be like the three um, kind of main things he mentioned for like having a great class and, and becoming like a, a great coach. Because you know? we're all on that journey. Yes, man. And, and I think, dude, some, at times, bro, like we need to take ourselves back, dude. And those are the three fundamental points, bro. As complicated as people want to make it sometimes, dude, those are the main things, dude. If people aren't safe, dude, and if people are getting injured because of neglect, uh, people aren't going to come back back to you, bro. Do injuries happen in the gym? Yes, dude, they do. Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. Ab- absolutely, bro. And I've always said this too, you know what I mean? Um, us, as an industry, dude, uh, we, we can't turn a blind eye to it, dude. We can't, first of all, you know what I mean? And that's huge, bro. You know what I mean? And you have to know what is safe and what's not safe. You know what I mean? So if, sure. if, if you don't, then educate yourself on that and understand yes. the anatomy mechanics and stuff like that and spend time watching people move. You know what I mean? Um, yes. But if people aren't healthy, dude, then they can't come back to the gym, bro. And that goes against retention in the gym, okay? Uh, you, you can't 100% eliminate that, and I will say that, but... You could try your best, and there's a lot of things that you could do in order to prevent as much as you can and not be neglectful at that point. You know what I mean? Um, a second thing that you met, mentioned was like having fun and stuff like that, dude. Ultimately, dude, that's what the gym should be. That's what exercise need, need, needs to be, dude. Um, unless you're some type of professional athlete, bro, that your livelihood depends on it. And exercise is how you make your money and stuff like that. Okay, then that's fine. Then that's kind of, uh, I mean, that's kind of a stressful way to work out and exercise and stuff like that. But still, dude, like, hey man, if you're coming to a group class, dude, it's have fun, dude. You know what I mean? And as a coach, 
I feel like that role was placed on us at times, you know, and even though sometimes you might be, ah, the Bible, the class is down, and stuff like that, well then, do a better job of hyping up the class, you Bible know what I mean? Yeah, I do vibe it up, you know what I mean? And I think that's where our job gets very tough, though, at times, too, man, is because we also live lives on the outside of the gym, you know what I mean? Um, and it's very hard to, everyone has rough days, dude, but you being the coach, or you being the leader in front of 40 people in the class, it's time to let that go at times, dude, because they're here for their best hour of the day, and we don't know what they've been through at that point throughout the day, you know what I mean? So that's where, dude, our job gets tough in that sense sometimes, bro, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man, there's there's ways to work through it and stuff like that, dude. And on those days, bro, where I, I might have had a bad day or whatever it is, you know I mean? When I come in coach, dude, um, I forget, bro. Yeah. I forget, and it ends up being my best hour of the day at times, you know what I mean? And, right. that, and that's what I love about the field, man, is that, bro, you know what I mean? Like, like I have a very trained mind ready, bro, where I, if I am having a bad day or whatever it is, if I come in and coach a class, after the class, I'm like, fuck yeah, it works, dude. It, it does. Even though I might have not, like, exercised and stuff like that, which sometimes coaching a class, it does feel like it at times, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. But at, at the end of class, I'm like, all right, dude, like, this is why we this is why we're doing what we're doing. This is why I need to come coach the class. You know, I'm having a bad day and stuff like that. It's gonna make my day better if I do, you know. So yeah. um, that's good, man. No, I do not also like man the point that you brought up earlier on the two man, you know what I mean? Like um, one of the com- common things I see with rookie coaches or coaches that are just getting into, you know what I mean? Uh, and it's, it might be the excitement in the field, dude, and stuff like that because you're just getting into it and you want to throw every cue possible and you want to get real advanced, dude, and you want your members to be that athlete, the best one, dude. You want them to be as strong as they can. You want to get them to, from point A to point Z in three days, dude. <laughs> and I will say this, man, you know what I mean? Like, I think one of the areas, because you talked about growth, dude, right? Yeah. And if you're the same from year one to year five, then you're doing something wrong, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, there needs to be growth always forward, dude, year by year, day by day, month by month, bro. And that's just life, man. Mm-hmm. We always need to be striving for more in our field, you know? But um, it took me back, and it made me think, dude, you know what I mean? And I think one, one of the things that I've improved just in the past month, I'm going to say, dude, right? And it's been, it's been throughout my career, but I've thought about it a little bit more this month, dude is be understanding of the athlete that's in front of you when you're talking to them, when you're coaching them and stuff like that, right? Frustrations can happen in our field, dude. You want someone to move like this and they're one cue away and you're like, fuck, it didn't happen, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay, dude. Okay. It's okay, you know what I mean? Like, that's fine, bro, you know what I mean? Uh, so I, I find myself just having fun with them, dude. And if they don't pick it up right there and then, it's okay, dude. You yeah, know what I mean? Time. Like, there's other ways, dude. You know what I mean? And we will get it, though. You know what I mean? So having that positive, uh, like, long-term mindset. You know what I mean? And then the second thing that I've found myself, and this has been, like, an ever-going thing, you know what I mean? Is, um, right, we have our veteran crew, right? Uh, Victor's been here for nine years already, dude. And I still coach him from time to time. Whereas I feel a lot of people kind of get stuck sometimes as like, all right, I got a veteran class, everyone knows what they're doing, it's fine. And kind of the movement's been the same movement year after year after year, and it might not be right at times, see, that's yeah. the thing, you know what I mean? They might be moving okay, 
But let's make them better, bro. You know what I mean? There's always a coaching point, dude. Always be coached, bro. The ABCs, man. You know what I mean? There's always a coaching point with everyone at any certain point. You know, does it mean hound them to the point where we frustrate them? No, but just give them a little cue. You know what I mean? Like, it could be one thing here and there. You know what I mean? One thing every day. But I like the fact that you said that you want to give them a learning piece every day. It's an experience, dude. You know what I mean? Like, they need to leave this place a little bit better when, than, than when they walk in. And that's what it's yeah, about, bro. Because nowadays, man, I mean, people are coming to a group class, bro, like, to do some stuff that they could pretty much do anywhere, bro. Like, yeah, right? Like, now all these commercial gyms, global gyms, have, they're like, stacked, bro. they're stacked, bro. They got all the best equipment. They got all this crazy CrossFit bumper plates. Wall balls, they got everything, bro. Yeah. What and then, what is stopping the person from just going to pay, you know, ten bucks, watching YouTube videos and do some CrossFit? Yeah. Right. They can literally do that. Absolutely. But if you coach them, let them have fun, give them a good experience, know their names, things like that, little things, little things, create a relationship, like. They're gonna come over here and stay with you. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And that's the thing is because and and it's good because now you're guiding them properly. Yeah, you're not letting them watch these videos and, and try it out on themselves looking in the mirror. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're cueing them, you're helping them out, you're actually guiding them towards like a health and wellness. Like it's pretty cool. Like yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. It's a wall rounded approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the value's there, bro. Absolutely. You gotta show them value. You gotta show them Hey, like this is how we do things here at HK, you know, or wherever you're at. This is how we do things at, at the gym that you're at, you know, because um, that's what's gonna separate you from the next, right? The next time and it's not a competition. It's not abundance. It's just your own style. Yeah, that's all it is. You know, it's true, bro. You got Nike, you got Reebok. This is mm-hmm. your own style. Yeah, you know, right, man. Yeah. So, um, I think that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, oh, that was a deep talk. Yeah, man, it was, bro. <laughs> so. Yeah, so let's break out with this, dude. Let's 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 do some like do's and don'ts real quick. Okay. All right. Let, let's say Max is a personal trainer. Uh oh. That's what he is. Okay. <laughs> what are do's and don'ts, bro, for you? Name like three to five real quick oh, that you got, dude. Nervous. Okay. So do's. Okay. Do's. Be fifteen minutes early. Like. Okay. Do's. Know your patients. Uh, not your patient, but your client's name. Their family, what they do, where they work, everything. And I try to know everything about them. Yep. Right. Number three, I would also say um, do a proper assessment before you get into the hardcore stuff. Make sure that you're not dealing with any dysfunctions. Dude has the lower back pain, you start putting him on dead lips the first day you meet him. Like, know, know your client, right? And then the last thing is always have fun. Always have fun, man. For sure. Have to. Keep them safe, right? Like we spoke about. Yeah. Okay? And then don't... Um, don't be late. <laughs> yeah. um, I would also say don't put your client into quick progressions. No. Just because they're asking for it. Yeah. Hey, oh, what about we pull from the floor? What about for this? Like, hey, no, 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 no. You listen to me, dude. I'm taking you through this safely. Yeah. Right? So don't progress too quickly. Number three... I would say don't put your people in like awkward positions, especially if you're teaching females or something, and like you're in standing in a weird spot that 
make them feel a little uncomfortable. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you have them doing RDLs, if you have them doing something where they're kind of hip-hinging back, stand to the side, stand in front of them, stand somewhere where they're not uncomfortable, okay? And then tactile cueing, always ask before you fucking touch someone, okay? Absolutely. Like, you don't just put your hands on some someone's waist, if it's a dude, if it's a chick, like, ask, hey, I'm going to tactile here, is it okay? Use a PVC pipe, demonstrate on yourself, yep. right? You don't want to get sued, bro. Love it, man. Those are great points, bro. Those are awesome, man. Yeah, it's just like uh, those are. It's like I said. I mean, it's I mean, it's things that we think about, bro. I'm sure when we visualize and we see things and stuff like that, and things that you learn over the years, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? So I would definitely say, dude. Uh, at least for myself, man. Like my dues are gonna be like definitely you get to know your client as best as you can uh, I'm not saying you have to become best friends and stuff like that but there's a relationship there dude. there has to be bro and for it to be successful over time for them to invest and believe in what what you do that relationship has to be built dude. you know what I mean I like the one that you mentioned bro about there has to be some type of formal assessment dude whether you're asking for risk factors and stuff like that like I know one of the common things I ask is hey is there any orthopedic issues pre-existing currently as well too. Okay, no, bam, we're good. If there is, then we'll acknowledge those things. Any metabolic conditions as well too. Yeah. Uh, anything, medications and stuff like that as well, you know? And then from there, ask them like, hey, what experience have you had, had, had in the gym? Like, what have you done in the past? Did you play sports? Did you uh, maybe cross 35 years ago, but you haven't done it in a while? It was a powerlifter back, back in the day? Get some background into your class, man. We kind of know, dude, you know what I mean? And then, uh, Definitely, for for sure, dude, you need to see your client move before you start having them do these extravagant things in the gym, dude, you know what I mean? And some basic tools, man, whether it's a functional movement screen, dude, uh, I kind of have like a little screen assessment thing that I use, bro. They squat, they hinge, they lunge, they push, they pull, and then from there I kind of, and I always let them know, hey, the first session with me is going to be to see how we move and see how you accept the intensity that we're trying to work out for the day, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Because everything's going to change from day to day as well too, bro. There's, sure. there's a lot of external factors and variables that kind of kind of come into play, dude, when you train clients, uh, whether it's on a personal setting or even in a class, you know what I mean? Sure. And then ha having fun, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, um, like the end of the session, dude, your client, it's like I always say, if they walked in, uh, maybe they're having a rough day, they need to leave better than they did when they walked walked in, maybe, maybe they're having a good day, and then you walk out even better than they did. Have a great day. They have to have fun, dude. High fives, laughs, and stuff like that. Make the talk good, bro. Don't make that minute of rest just like this awkward, like... Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And Fuck yeah. Like one thing, bro. <laughs> so, all right, let me get into my don'ts. Don't be a fucking weirdo. Don't be a creep, dude. Uh, don't be touching your clients if you've not asked, right? Okay? Um... And that's a very easy thing to ask, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's number one for me, me, dude. Good one. Like, just don't be weird, okay? Weirdos are weird. Very weird, okay? So don't be that guy, okay? Second thing, get off your fucking phone while you train, dude. Okay? Ooh, nice. If you're using a timer, if you're recording, whatever it is, dude, but to have your head down uh, looking at a phone while your client's doing rep, reps and stuff like that, like, that's a big no for me, dude. Sure. Don't ever sit down as well while you're with your client. You know what I mean? Don't be leaning on shit and stuff like that, dude. That, those, those are like my huge don't don'ts, bro. Uh, body language is big time to me, dude. Posture and stuff like that as you train, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then 
two other things real quick, bro. Uh, don'ts that I have is whenever you're and you kind of brought this up, like every workout doesn't have to change. It doesn't have to be something new every single time that you meet. And this is a talk I have have with my clients. I told them, hey, we might do these movements three or four weeks, back to back weeks, change intensities a little bit, maybe the rep schemes and stuff like that. But you're gonna see group elevated squats three weeks in a row until they look nice and we progress through it. Yeah, and, and I always say the non-sexy stuff that you don't want to record, right? That you don't ask me to record for sometimes or things that might not look cool are the things that are going to benefit us over time and Most. create that nice consistent movement and stuff like that and keep you healthy long-term, you know yeah, what I mean? Sure, so, sure. And they have to understand that, bro, but it also comes a lot from the professional relaying that message to the client and letting them know why, dude. You know what I mean? So that's our role, bro. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man. Good stuff. And my number one uh, don't is don't think you know it all. Or don't think that it stops at your one certification that you have or your one little seminar that you went to. You know what I mean? Uh, just like you said, dude, our field is a, if not the fastest growing profession and field, dude. Uh, but... It's also ever evolving, bro. You know what I mean? And and I would say, bro, even where we're at, dude, I feel like I'm just scratching maybe the surface, dude. You know what I mean? Me too, man. Yeah, man, it's awesome, bro. You know what I mean? But don't, guys, definitely don't think that you know it all or what you do is the only way and there's nothing else. Mm -hmm. Because five years from now, I guarantee you that will change, you know? It will change, man. It will definitely change. So, got to stay on top of it, y'all. We got this. So keep reading books, keep uh, learning things, and uh, if you have any questions or whatever, man, holla. Reach out, guys. Peace, man. Peace out, y'all. Talk to y'all soon.